Good evening, fellow Shadyside High alum. Put down your pom-poms and pull up a seat around the bonfire. Tonight, in the second annual Halloween bonus episode, we bring you a tale of murder, mystery, and s'mores in Campfire by Sean Sorrells. So, what did you guys think of this? Oh my god. I have a lot of feelings about this, but yeah. most of them very negative. I liked, I kind of liked a lot of it in that, like, cheesy 90s yeah, point Yeah, this horror. is totally Fear Street. Like, right. That's my problem. <laughs> yeah. Because if this book was written in the 90s, I would have been all about it. It's like a throwback. Yeah, but yeah. I expect more from books written today. Like, if you, like... I, I, it's just pure nostalgia, which is fine, but if I'm going to read a mystery, if I'm going to read a current thriller, which I love, I love those books, I, I expect more, especially from James Patterson. Like, this is a Jimmy Patterson book, which means James Patterson had a part in Wait, this. wait, wait. It's published by James Patterson. Oh, it's okay. It's his imprint. I was so confused. I was like... Um, I, who, is Sean Sorrell's, like, a pen name? A pen no. name? I was really confused here. No, it's his imprint. Oh. At Little Brown. You think he's actually that involved? Yes. yes. Really? Yes. I think he just gets money out of it. No. Because he writes, like, half the books. He writes on half the books on this imprint. He's definitely involved. Nice. I can ask Harry Maniscalco. Please, yes, do. Use your connections. <laughs> Nepotism here. I want to know. Yeah, I mean, one of the authors that's under the imprint, I, like, am pretty, pretty toy with. Toy. <laughs> so, okay, let's start with the formatting of this book, because yeah. this is a frame narrative. Um, there is, obviously, the frame story with Maddie and her family going mm-hmm. camping. And then within family. it... Well, well, most of them were family. Yeah, but it's like a fucking clown car going camping. It's her family, her aunt and uncle and cousin. Right. And then her mom's best friend and their family. Yeah. Who have two daughters, one of which is dating her brother. And then, like, the other girl's boyfriend shows up. It's like, how many people are on this fucking camping trip? A lot. It's like four families with parents and children, and like, there's like 12 people there. It's like the Outer Banks. Yeah. (laughs) Except on camping. Exactly. It's like the poor Outer Banks. Yeah. Poor people. They do hire a person, so. Yeah, that's true. They have a guy. It's true. It's true. Which is weird, weird. Uh, because most people, when they go camping, they just go to a campsite. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's my other problem with this book, because it's it feels like it's written by someone who's never been camping before. It's like his only understanding of camping comes from fantasy books. Like, they rode horses to get to their campsite. Only, like, four of them. Most of them were smart enough to, like, get dropped off. Right, but, like, where did the horses go the rest of the book? Where did the horses go? People come and get the horses. No! So that they could be dropped off. It took two days to get back down the mountain. Where did these horses go? I have, like, four notes (laughs) that are through this book, like, and where are the horses? That's true. I never thought about that. The horses just disappear. It's like, he's never been camping before, and he's only ever seen westerns and fantasies and things where people ride horses all day, then they go to their campsite and they tie up the horses and, like, eat beans out of a can and move on with the rest of the story. See, I didn't mind too much the frame narrative. Again, I'm coming from the viewpoint of this is like a throwback point horror, and that's what I'm looking for. I I kind of... You described it, Michelle, you described right. it that way from the beginning. So right, that's yeah. just going into it, that's what I was thinking. My issue with this format is it seemed a little unbalanced mm-hmm. because we have the frame narrative and then in it we have three stories, but they're not evenly paced out within no. the narrative. So it's kind of like they bunch all these stories up in the beginning and then they just have the rest of that frame narrative through the end of the book. Right. 
and normally that's not how that works. Yeah. Normally the narrative will come in and out throughout the book story, with the right, story. Right. Yeah, that's how I thought this was And then a big ending, like, like here's your ending thrown yeah. in your face, right, yeah. Yeah. which is what I was expecting, and that's not yeah. what happens I was here. expecting, a, like, like, lots of story. Right. Yeah. They and only then, have three. And not that much... Yeah, in they, between. they only have three, and the last one is told, like, I don't know, a third of the way through the right. book, maybe? But that's, and that's the most important one. Like, the first two are really, like... That's the scariest one. Right, that's the best one. Although the first one freaked me out, too. The second one's terrible. I, the first one was stupid. Uh, like, I was freaked out. I'm already scared of bears when I'm camping. You don't have to make up a story about bears to make me freaked out about being in the woods with a bear. I don't know. Those, every time she was like, I hear... I hear something tingling. I was like, I know, holy shit. I, right? I like, thought that was a pretty good yeah. story. I uh, yeah, I thought the second story was crap, though. Right. There was no twist to it. There was no, like, it was just like, this is who did it, and he's doing yeah. it. Right. And now we're dead. And done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, the bear story's fine. I, like I said, I don't need any reason to be scared of bears while camping. But if it had more of an impact on the larger story, that would have been better. Yeah, I thought it well, was. Going here's to. here's my issue with the stories. Is first of all, why was the third story Caleb's story? Yeah. It shouldn't have been. It should have always been Charlie's story. Mm-hmm. Charlie should have been the one to say it, not Caleb. Yeah. Well, it's just to make Caleb the red herring. But that wasn't necessary, and it was I'm like it was like they didn't even have any plan. He's like, I planned out this whole thing, but he didn't. Right. He had no plan no. because he had to take everything from these stories. Right. And the biggest takeaway was a story he didn't even know was going to be told. Yeah. So I, it just didn't make any sense. Those two should have flopped. Caleb's story should have been the yeah. second story, and Charlie's should have been the last yeah. one. Yeah, I'm, I almost feel like Caleb's story should have been the bear one. Should have been the first one because I feel like as the guide, as the person who's he's kind the of one like that says it, introducing them, yeah. he like sets the tone, and then you could have made him the red herring because it's like he was the one that was about the story. It's about scaring people. Yeah, he, he just wants to scare people. You're right. So I agree. I think he he could have set, had the first story. Yeah, and then Julie could have stepped up after. Mm-hmm. Um, Julie, I like Julie. Yeah, she's she's pretty cool. Um, I mean, despite the cheating yeah yeah it it did feel like i do feel definitely like i said it was pure nostalgia it definitely felt like a old school like arl stein christopher pike sort of even like the way that it's structured the way that it's written it felt very much like an arl stein sort of thing it had like the terrible cliffhangers the like bad family dynamics and just yeah like, but there were no i feel like there were no did somebody die cliffhangers because they everybody died, died. they Everyone were like died. dead the body dead, count in the movie dead movie the yeah the in body the count here is insane this is the best That's body like, count. i like counted people yeah. because at one point i was like who's still alive <laughs> right because really like honestly i think only three people got off the mountain and it was That's from it. like Only a dozen. Three. That was the best part about this Only book. Three. I was gonna say, made it. What did I say about all these Fear Street books? They would be so much better if there's more death. And oh, the, here's I, your I, death. Yeah. Oh my god, they were banging them out. They were yeah. great. And the deaths they were really were, good deaths, the, too. Yeah, they were really good deaths. They were all different. Yes. And they and, were all like. And a lot of them happened, the deaths themselves happened off screen, but when they got to those bodies, yeah. it wasn't just like, and there was a dead body. It was like, we're scalped, we're, our t- yeah. intestines are coming out, mm-hmm. people are, blood mm-hmm. is everywhere. It was, yeah. there were some good scenes. Oh, this is the other, I didn't really like the first story because I just don't like circus stories. I'm not, like, yeah. there's a lot of people well, who that's a personal love opinion. circus yeah. stories. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, like, I... That's yeah, why I, said, like, I thought it was I, well told. I just don't like them. I it's, yeah, it's a yeah, personal opinion. Personal I just opinion, don't like yeah. like I don't need a reason to be scared of bears, and I don't like circus stories. And I so. kind of do like like carnival type yeah. stories because carnivals freak me out. Yeah. Um, bears don't freak me out, but I don't know. I there was something about there was something about the guy yeah. and mm-hmm. how like obsessed 
he was with this bear that he like was doing this. I really wanted it to end with her dying though. I think that would have been scarier. Yeah. If he would have done his like monologue and then the bear would have eaten her. Yeah. I would have been way about uh, it. I understand. It had to be him. I do. I yeah. get that. I understand that it it had to happen the way it did. Yeah. Because we had to have, in the greater narrative, we had to have that idea, is there the bear out there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what that is? But I think as a standalone story, it would have been better if she, di- she died. And then it would have been like, and the guy with his, you know. Is he still out there? Right. Yeah, yeah. I guess he could, yeah. But, but like, that is in a carnival, so you can't really work that into the, the, right, the what yeah. you really do need. As like a, okay, and not as like for the rest of the book, but as just a story that people tell, like that is what would happen. Right. In a story that people tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. would be, oh, the bear ends up killing the guy. Yeah. And I getting just, out, and who knows where it is. I just right. would be. And I just would have been more. It, it would have been scarier should, for me he, if it was still the guy yeah. and the bear out there. Yeah. Like capturing women. So like he's women. going around with the right. bear. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, or just like he had to get his what he deserved first. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. It just it just wasn't as scary for me. Yeah. I still liked that story. Yeah. Um, the story worked for me. The second story did not work for me. The the crate like the the, the asylum. Yeah. Um, because there was no, I thought it was going to be the girl. Yeah. Like they spent so much time with this guy and the girl flirting and him, her mm-hmm. throwing him these looks, but being kind of like standoffish that I thought she was going to, when she comes up to him in where the generator is, yeah. I was like, oh, here's, here it is. Yeah. Here's that twist. And we never got it. Right. I thought she was going to be a ghost. That would have been cool. I thought she was going to be the like. Like ancient evil, essentially. This is all for his mother. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Um, Sorry, I just got to that part. So all right, yeah. So third story though, what did we think? Because I kind of yeah, that one was good. I was like, shit, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, that one was good. That one was definitely creepy and like, that's one of those like urban legend, tall tale sort of things that like I could I could hear. Pittsburghers telling that story. Right. Like, that's the kind of thing that, like, you know, if you're in, you know, I don't know, coal country, whatever, um, somewhere, like, up in Appalachia, someone would tell that story, and, like, it would definitely freak me out, because... I agree. What was the third story? The third story is the the mountain man. So, um... Yeah, I thought you were talking about the... The cooler. No, no, that's the second one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The mountain men who kill the guys that are not respectful of nature. Oh, yeah, that's totally... Yeah. Like, like... That yeah, that's a normal. That feel yeah. definitely feels like a Pennsylvania or like West legend. Virginia yeah. with all yeah, yeah, yeah West yeah. Virginia mm-hmm. with all and the, the hills out there mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. 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 I, I I've heard similar stories like that just mm-hmm. because of where we live. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I I definitely thought that was the best the best yeah. out of all of them. We needed more stories though. This was very unbalanced. Yeah. yeah. We needed. We needed at least one more, so every quarter of the book had a story, um, if not more than one. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, a flashback to somebody telling a story. Right. Yeah. If it didn't, like, work into yeah. the, like, plot. Yeah. It could have well, been, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we needed something. It could have been, like, they told a bunch of stories around the fire, and then the next day, and then the whole bunch of the book could have been flashbacks to the stories, you know, like, to fit them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, something happens, like, somebody thinks they hear a bear. Then they flash back to, like, the first day, like, the first story that was told was, like, the bear. Mm -hmm. The whole story. Now, after we're done with the stories and we're running through the woods and we all love the kills. Wait, hold on. Here's my other problem, too. It's like, this is another example. This has been happening to me all the goddamn time lately. The synopsis of this book talks about the third story and then how the this like the murders the way that the death happens in that story um and that that story finishes halfway through the book and the killing doesn't happen until another like two three chapters later so this fucking synopsis gave away two-thirds of this book and that's been happening to me so much lately that I'm furious at this book for it. 
Because I don't read synopsis. Yeah, I didn't read it. I guess I need to stop reading you synopsis. Stop. Just read like because like I'll what happens when is like when a book comes onto my radar, I'll like very quickly skim it, but not really like paint it. Like I'm like just to see if it has like elements that I would like. Like oh, yeah. cheerleaders, yes, <laughs> yes. Like but I don't she, actually read the words. Michelle runs it through one of those like word identifiers. Yeah, things. like resume. Yeah. I do. I'm like <laughs> yeah. okay, I want to read this. And then I don't ever read it again. Like I don't ever, like months mm-hmm. later I get the book and then I don't read the back. I just yeah. know it was on my radar. I knew I wanted to read it and then yeah. I, I had no idea what's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean I do read synopsises, but not from the book. Usually from Goodreads. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't read this one though because we were reading it. Like I didn't yeah. need to know what it was yeah. about because we were reading yeah. it anyway. Yeah. And because Michelle told me what Michelle was like, yeah, they tell stories and that's yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, it's like a throwback, and I was in. There's there's the a book I read recently that I loved. I didn't read the synopsis and Neverworld Wake. Yeah, I, I had no idea about that. Like, I just took it word the Neverworld yeah. portion. I didn't either. So when it hit that portion, I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Where if I had known that, I probably would have been more yeah. annoyed at it. Because, the, like, of the books that I've read this month, I think I've read, like, six books this month. Like, three of them. That's last month I was doing even better. But, um, the, like, three of them, most of the synops, most of the book was given away in the synopsis. So I was very annoyed. There was a book I read, like, one of my reviews, like, this in the past year, I can't remember what book it was, where, like, the first thing I wrote on my review was, don't read the synopsis for this yeah. book, because uh. it gives away everything, and, like, I didn't read the, the synopsis, but then afterwards, I, like, looked at it, and I was, like, like, if I would have read the synopsis, I would have been fucking pissed. Yeah. yeah. Right. Moral of the story, don't read synopsis. Don't read them. Just skim, look for keywords. And get out. Um, okay, so after the stories, we get to the bigger narrative. Everybody starts dying. They're running through the woods. We've got lots of cool death scenes, and then we find out who the killer is. What did you think? I knew it. Really? Did you? Yeah, I figured. It out. I did not know it, I but I also didn't care. I was like, really? Whatever. You didn't like the reason. It was just. Yeah, the whole thing. I like, wanted, why is everybody... I think I actually wanted it to be Mountain Men. I would have been more terrified. <laughs> yeah. um, I just... Alright. I wanted it to maybe be... What was his name? Brian, their cousin? Mm-hmm. Because his dad was an asshole or something. And I was just... I was like, alright, whatever. Like, yeah. alright, Charlie and Tommy. Yeah, so the the... I figured it out that it was the brother in Chapter 20. Um, and... I was wrong about the reason. I thought it was after Jason and Tommy died. Mm. And I was like, what's the connection? Why would they be killed and the, like, family people who are camping? Who connects those two? And it it's not Dylan. The Abby. other one. The, Abigail. The bitchy one. Yeah, Abigail, Abby. yeah. Um, it was like, it's Abigail who, like... I don't think would kill her boyfriend, plus it's too easy because, you know, the the main character, Maddie, didn't like her, so it couldn't have been her. And the only other connection between them is the brother. So I was like, oh shit, I bet it's the brother, and he's probably pissed because they told him, they told her that he lost his scholarship. Mm. So I was wrong about why, but... He was the only thing connecting those two groups. I wasn't even, honestly, I wasn't even thinking about, thinking about who did it. I was just like, who's dead next? Yeah. Who, like, why is it her fault that the mom died? It's not Maddie's fault. Yeah, but why is he, like, blaming her? No, he's not. He's, he uh, blames the dad. Because it was his fault. Right. Oh. Okay. It, he, but he's trying to get Maddie on his side. Right. Yeah. And, um, and honestly, I, I don't think he cared that much. I think he just shot her. Yeah. Like, he'd have been fine with it. But they did get along. Like, that was the point. Like, it that, that was the un-R.L. Stein thing about this book, is it seems like the siblings actually liked each other. And were siblings and not hot for each other? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. They actually were, <laughs> yeah. like, you know. Yeah. They were, like, I don't know. 
even though they were different. Like her, her brother was all about baseball and stuff, but they still. Okay, but like, she was about running. Like right, okay. true, true. <laughs> they were both athletes. But yeah, I, I figured it out at that point. But also, where are the horses? <laughs> the horses were smart. They got the fuck out of there. Yeah. Those descriptions are really good. Um, I'm I'm glad like I I'm glad so many people got killed. Um, and then there was another point that it felt it felt very too like Lord of the Flies esque that they devolved into this like very um, what am I trying to say? I don't know. They they became very uncivilized. Oh, like when they were like, like torturing Caleb. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, tortured but... Caleb at one point and they turned on each other. To be honest, came... I feel like they were kind of on that edge from the beginning. Right. Like these people were screwed no, up. No, they were terrible fucking people. That's like the one. Like I I don't think Charlie was right about what he did. Like murder's wrong regardless. But all these people were awful. They were like. Liars and cheaters and murderers. Well, yeah, but you just don't get her go and around abusers. No. killing yeah. people. No, well, of course not. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I don't agree with what he did, but like yeah. these are terrible people, and it doesn't make it any better. No. Okay. No, it, it does not. And it, that there was a point where he was trying to get her on his side, and he was like, "Come on, they're awful. They deserve this." No, no, they absolutely do not. Agreed. But they are terrible people. Agreed. Well, maybe Ed deserved it. Child abusers, not about. Um, and the dad and Chris. Okay, that was an, was accident. an accident. Like, it was an accident because they were doing something shady. Right. But it's not like they were trying to kill anybody. True. You know? Like, although, I gotta admit, his whole, like, speech about it, he, yeah. he was more worried his about not dog. getting caught. More The dad. He oh. seemed more worried about not getting caught than mm-hmm. he did upset and guilty about the fact that he killed his wife. Mm-hmm. Even accidentally, right. that should be like a I never oh, forgive shit, myself oh, shit, kind oh, of thing. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he moved on. He was like, oh, I got away with it. Yeah. The cops aren't going to come after me. Cool. Um, all because he has a gambling problem. Yeah, of course. Like, dude. <sighs> what do we think about Caleb? Was he. Was he blah-ish enough to be the uh, the love interest? He was definitely blah. I did anybody else before he turned into a serial killer like Tommy better? Um, like I like Tommy. I was like, okay, look, like he has some anger issues. He had that problem, but he sounds remorseful. He's going to therapy. He's getting <laughs> better. Like he obviously really likes this girl. And then he was a serial killer. I should have known. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I should have known that was it was Tom, Tommy was one of them right from yeah. that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know me and my romance. Yeah. Phobic black It It's not like it was romance. Yeah. It right. was like two minutes. I know, but like that's the point where I'm like, no. Yeah. Come on. No. Way. I don't need this. We don't need this in this book. I disagree. I think it fit really well in this book. I think that was very much... She seemed very 16, and this was a lot... Very, like, part of that. Like, they're sneaking out to the woods to meet a guy and to smoke some pot and drink some beer, crappy Mm -hmm. beer or whatever. Like, I think it did fit into the the story. Um, If it had turned into, like, this big romance thing, I would have been against it. But... How it worked, I thought, fit well, very well. Yeah, I mean, once people start, like, dying and you're running for your life, like, you're not, I don't care if And they did it. Yeah, exactly, but you're not thinking, like, you're not thinking, like, oh, he's hot. And and they didn't do that. There was no, like, longful glances while they ran through the woods. They were like, no, we're fucking out of here. Right, but I'm just saying, like, that's right. my, that's where I, like, have to cut off. And I agree. Yeah. I, I because definitely that happens a lot, in, yeah. in, especially in these books that are older. Yeah. There were some points with, like, where she was like, Caleb, I have to, I have to, you know, help Caleb and 
it wasn't necessarily that it was like longing glances across the campfire, but I do feel a little bit like she felt obligated to help him because she liked him. Well, I mean, and he was like, she helped him when he was being tortured. Right. Like, Fair enough. She's yeah, not a terrible like person. Using that nickname too. Which oh. Is so that nickname made me think he was a serial. He was oh the killer for That's way like too the long. Why? Nickname ever. When he used that nickname, oh I was God. like, "Well, he did it, obviously." Yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of monster would make him a nickname? Right? <laughs> Especially that nickname. Right. Like, why can't we just call her Mustang? Like, why does it have to be Mustang Maddie? Uh, like, the worst. It's like, do kids even know that song? No. Like, did they? Would he have even known that like yeah. reference to use it? You know what I feel like that kind of nickname is. That's like a like. 40-year-old camp director gives everyone a nickname <laughs> at the end of summer, and that was Mustang her. Maddie with the like, double guns. See you next year, yeah. Mustang Maddie. Like, definitely like, that Like, like Shooter McGavin. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly yeah. like that. Yep. That's, oh. that's how I feel about that nickname. But he says something in the back, like, when he's getting tortured or whatever, he says, like, like help me, you're but he's like, come on, you're the my must- tough girl. Yeah, the Mustang my- Maddie I know wouldn't be a friend. Like how do you know, fucking know her? Three for the, days for ago. the record, I again was like, well, he's the killer. Oh, yeah. Every time he said that name, I was like, no, he did it. Stop. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I feel like we're we're long past nicknames here, buddy. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess he was trying to convince her. Like, he was trying to build up some familiarity to get her to untie him. Because she kind of was like. Ooh, I think he might be the killer. Yeah, I know. It was just like the Mustang Maddie I know. She wasn't into the torture, don't but her. <laughs> you don't know her. Do you? And you turned her down. Yeah. Well, she's a lot younger. And yeah. How old was he? Like twenty something, wasn't he? I don't. I yeah. don't know. Like they never really. I think he was like college, so. I thought he was like out of college. Yeah, I, thought was, I thought he was. I just like, thought he didn't 20s. go to college. I thought he was like gonna be a ranger actually i think rangers go to college i have no idea <laughs> i wait when they were drinking didn't they say like well you're 21 like you can have a beer possibly i think that happened very possibly oh that also that entire scene seemed really disingenuous when the, they were like give all the kids beers yeah. um the the other part that i knew it was the brother was when he like had his death scene that wasn't actually a death scene yeah. Where he like he's like wrestling on the ground with the hooded person and it's dark and she talks about him being stabbed and it just felt so fake and it like I felt like it was the sort of thing where when you're like playing getting hit by a sword where you like tuck it under your arm and just oh. lay really still and it just it I was like there's no gruesome description of the body. That's true. He's and all definitely the not dead. Yeah, that's like, if you, it's, that's like R.L. Stein 101. Right. There's no body and. That's like there's no, everything Yeah, if, there's no like, yeah, if there's no like confirmation that the person is dead, then yeah. they're not dead. Yeah. If Bob didn't explain a maggot crawling out of their eye socket. <laughs> yeah. If they're, they're not, not dead. dead. <laughs> So the killer uses these stories to like not really like though. scare them. Like no, into I, being more scared than they would have been. That's the thing though. Yeah. They don't, like, what do they use the stories for? They weren't prepared. The stories just seem to like happen. Yeah. None of, it wasn't like planned. Like right. he doesn't Charlie doesn't start it. It's you know Right. Like, the adults are like, let's tell scary stories or whatever. And Julie's mm-hmm. like, I'll be the first. Right. So then, but then once they tell the stories, does he use the story? Yeah. He, yeah. he sort, he of, he sort of, like, one. but not a lot. Just, yeah. like, kind of. Um, like, yeah. they make the mark on the tent. Right. right and then, right. like, they, you know. Uh, he did carve into at least one person. Mark. Yeah. Mark gets the whole shebang, I think. Right. Right. Um, Which, fair enough. But it all just seems sort of happenstance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like that, like, I don't know that he necessarily had a plan or he just, like, started killing people and was like, I can use that. 
It was kind of like Were that. they actually, like, afraid of the stories? Sort like, did they of? think that the person that was killing people was, like, somebody from the stories? I mean, Or yeah. somebody, like, a little, listening in? A little bit with the third one, but even then, right. not overly. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. really built up that well. No. So, I don't know. Nobody got eaten by a bear. No. Sadly, there was not a single bear. Bummer. In the frame narrative. I really yeah. wanted there to be. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least the bear should have had, like, you know, a hand. You know what would have been awesome? If after Charlie was dead and they were, like, like relief, it's yeah. finally over, uh-huh. and then out of the woods came that bear and the tutu. Yeah. And that was the end of the book? Yeah. I'd have been all over it. That would have been a good ending. So good. With the, like... Yeah, 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 oh my god, why was that not the ending? I don't know. That would have been so good, and it would have tied in another one of the stories. Yeah, Yeah. and it would have been good, like, mirroring, because it would end with the first story. And honestly, like, in the narrative, Maddie keeps hearing, like, bells, or she thinks she does, but that's never brought in, it's more like it's just her imagination like it's not like they ever tie that in like the guys were walking around with yeah. bells going like this yeah. so yeah i don't we should know totally write a book with stories that actually yes. like, lead into like the narrative of the story i'm all like, about a short yeah. story anthology because you like how many horror like urban legends and all that stuff have you like read? all of them yeah exactly so like there's <laughs> like we could come up with the best stories i'm about it and then somehow tie those stories in to. I think we write the stories another, first, like a, and then we figure out how story. to work it into a larger story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um. So. Because that's what I wanted from this. Yeah, I agree. I wanted them to be like sitting around a campfire telling stories, and like somehow the stories, like, affect their lives, like. Right. You know, and something happens. I don't know. Um, I was super annoyed because Maddie talking about how she didn't want Dylan and her brother to be dating because she didn't want Abigail to be her sister-in-law. And, like, that's not how that works. She wouldn't be your sister-in-law. Dylan would. She'd be your sister-in-law's sister or your brother's sister-in-law. Yeah, but still, they'd be, you know, tighter connected. I guess, but... Listen, she should actually just, in-laws. She should just be happy that her dad was asking Chris for money and not that they were going to leave their... Chris was going to leave her husband for their dad because yeah. that's what I thought for the first, like, third of the book. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought Chris and the dad were definitely hooking up yeah. and that's why the mom died. Like, I thought yeah. that... Yeah, that's know. what I thought, too. I um, also... I, I thought it was weird, too, that Caleb... Like, they tried to humanize Caleb a lot by making him, like, feel bad about killing the deer. What sort of, like, outdoorsy guide dude, like, I just felt like he's supposed to be this mountain man who's like, Oh, I'm so sorry, deer. I have to kill you. That that didn't work for me. Really? Because it really worked for I, me. I, yeah. You think you think outdoorsy people just like like to run around and true, shoot everything? True. I guess yeah. I mean, there's a difference between people who are like hikers and mountaineering and hunters. And even if so he I was a hunter, it's not really... hunter hunting season. True. That guy shot that deer in a place that would make it suffer, not just take true. it out. You know, it was just because hunters kill you know they hunt and kill animals doesn't mean they don't respect the animal or nature and the way that happened was awful i i totally bought that that he he did what needed done because he didn't want the deer to suffer but he was pissed about it because it was unnecessary right and i feel like anybody who is a hunter would put an animal out of their misery definitely not but they would be but they do get pissed when you don't do it real hunters when you don't yeah yeah, it's like it's like when you shoot at a deer when you don't have a good shot and you hit them and it's not a kill shot yeah yeah, they get pissed because they're like you don't just make an animal suffer right Right. yeah real hunters not those like not those like rich ass sports hunters that don't know what the hell they're doing like in his story but yeah like the people especially like we're in pennsylvania like the guys here you know they it's not about you're not trying to hurt 
that mm-hmm. deer, yeah. you know? It's not about suffering. It's not right. about yeah. pain. Yeah, yeah, like, most people are out, are out there, like, hunting because, not because they're, like, want to kill something. Yeah, they're just like, they want the thrill of, like, ending yeah, life. Yeah, it's not... Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. They're not trying right. to... Yeah, they're not, like, uh, hostile. This isn't hostile. They don't want that yeah, thrill. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I was just, I mean, again, the, I was just like, don't make this romance happen. And I, I was just like... there was like, barely trying, any of it. I, this <laughs> is just one thing that I was like, don't humanize him by making her like him. He didn't need to humanize it. He was a human. Right. But that's I don't I, know what you mean by no, that. I, I just mean, like, I, I it's sort of the, the situation of, like, the, the contrast between this guy who we're supposed to suspect of being a murderer at some point throughout the book. Like, he's the red herring. He's the one that we're supposed to think is killing these people. And then there's a point in it where it's like, but he feels guilty about taking a deer's life. So that was just a way, it felt like a lazy way of showing that he's not See, I disagree terrible. with you. Yeah, I don't think he felt guilty. I, I think he was just pissed because right. he had to do it. Well, not just that, but I think that that actually puts more, to me, when he did that, that actually makes you think more because... Now he has something in common with those mountain men. They're also pissed at yeah. people who don't respect right. nature. But on the other hand, he obviously respects life. So which yeah. way does it go? For me, it True. made it more, a little more, like, gray. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily in terms of, I'm not saying it in terms of his characterization. Because, yes, that's true. In terms of his characterization, it showed his connection to the the mountain man and that he does value life, especially of, like, the creatures on the mountain. But it was more of, like, Maddie's perception of him in that moment. That, like, she's seeing him as this person. Yeah, but... Not... I mean, she had a crush on them. She was 16. Exactly, but then... 16-year-olds have crushes. It just seemed... For me, that part all just, like, fit. That's... I'm... I'm, This is just how I am, right? This is just me being, like, fucking trying to make her like him, and I'm not... I don't want that. Yeah, I... Like, keep that romance No, I'm with you on that. I don't like romance. I don't fucking like... I just don't like... It didn't really feel like romance to me. It just felt like a teenager's crush. And not even a crush. It felt like her trying to make it a crush because she wanted to like be cool yeah and yeah. she wanted to have a thing she with somebody. did want to be yeah. cool like yeah. she did want to like like somebody like yeah. older like she did like that whole idea right. of it like more yeah. than she liked him i think yeah so i don't know um as boring as she was i did think she felt more teenager than a lot of teenagers i read mm-hmm. yeah um which was kind of nice. I'm not saying she was like, yes, that's how teenagers were. It just felt a little... She didn't feel as grown up as a lot of teen protagonists tend to Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Like, no, I don't care I, either way. It was just cool, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as they're not, like, being super, like... Uh, there's a line for me. I, I'm not one of those people that's like, my teenagers need to act like teenagers and be super realistic. But every mm-hmm. once in a while, it's yeah, nice to yeah, get somebody who's a little bit, yeah. M- yeah. you know, right. more real, mm-hmm. you know, seems more like a teen. Right. Yeah. I have like a, yeah, I have like, there's a line. Like, I like, you know, immature characters to a point, but it can't be like oh, over the certain line. It's mm-hmm. like an imaginary line. I don't know where. I can't even <laughs> tell you what the, what the, the criteria is I just know it when I read it, and I'm like, no, I don't like this whiny ass bitch. Like, I completely yeah. understand. You know what I mean? Uh, I or have the same one. Characters that like, or like, or like my one of my biggest pet peeves ever is like whenever authors like want to try to make the person be a teenager, so they make them like have teen talk. Uh, yeah. Like no one talks like that, Bob. Uh-huh. No one says hot bod. No. Right. Um. <laughs> R.L. Stein's Teen Talk is my favorite Teen Talk, though. Oh, me too. Because it's Teen Talk from the 50s and yeah, Teenagers from the 80s. I love it. Yeah, oh, me too. But no one says hot blood. Oh, <laughs> I don't care. It's amazing. Yeah. No, it's totally entertaining. I love it to death. Yeah. I would, if it's not in there, these books wouldn't be near as fun. But yeah. in real books, yeah. you yeah. don't like them. 
Yeah. Um, what did you guys think about, like, the way, I guess, I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily call it mental health, but the point where they were talking about, like, survivor's guilt and how there was one point where she was, like, depressed and talking about how she was going to kill herself. Because I really did, I, I was not very happy with that. You know, like, I, yeah. I don't like suicide stuff in general. Like, I don't like books that deal with suicide just because of the fact that, like, I have, like, I, I have personal, yeah, personal sure. family. Connect, I, I've, I've yeah. dealt with that. So, like, reading that and being in the head of somebody who's dealing with that is really hard for me personally. And I felt like it was a strange plot point to be like, all these people are dying, so I'm just going to kill myself. To me, it felt a little bit like belittling the actual, like, depression that people deal with. A lot of their responses to the death of their deaths of their loved ones were weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really right. weird. Yeah, like, there was one point where they, like, there were, like, heart-to-hearts that were happening with unlikely characters. Well, and, Like, your dad just died, and now you're making friends with this girl well, who you hated? It wasn't just that. Like, I kind of, I would be okay with that, except that they were having a conversation that I feel like is something you would have next week. Right. Or exactly. the week after. Exactly. It was, when you had closure, they had, yeah. yeah. Some yeah. She's like, like yeah. yeah, how did, you know, how do you get by? When does it, when does it stop hurting? Yeah. She should still be in freaking shock. Right. Exactly. Right. When does it stop exactly. hurting? Like, not now. Right. right. It's been right. 10 minutes. Right. And also, you're all gonna die. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, that's totally, like, a bomb thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, you're still dealing with this? It's yeah. been two weeks. It's been two weeks. How come you haven't moved on yet, Corky? The, the, the way they dealt with their loved ones dying was not good. Yeah. It made no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they were, like, really running for their, like, lives from a killer and being picked off one by one, like, they would be in a total panic. Yeah. In a total, like... Like, they, it wouldn't even register that. Well, and it would, like, eventually, like... Panic, yeah. your flight or, uh, yeah. fight or flight responses don't last, yeah. like, a very long time. They would just be fucked up. But even like, then, right. you would just be, like, not processing yeah. the death. You would right. just be like, I, I, don't know what to do. I can't like, do this right, right now. Right, yeah. exactly. Like, I can't think of this at all. Right. You wouldn't be like, oh, how long will I mourn? Right. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or you would be crying, or you would be angry, or whatever, yeah. but you, like, people deal with death however they deal yeah. with it. right. They deal with it before they get to that part. Right, right. They don't wondering. just jump to that part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, I feel like the survivor's guilt stuff makes sense. But again, that's down the line. Right. That's not something yeah. that, like, while you're in the midst of a killing spree, you're like, I can't I believe thought, I'm yeah. still alive. See, I thought you were I should about... just go drown myself in the right. river. Like, that to me was like, no. That, that is like... Not not an appropriate response here. And, like, there are people with depression that, like, this is not not yeah. good. Yeah, well, I, it was not good. Not good. <laughs> well, I thought, when you first said it, I thought you were talking about, like, her feeling bad, like, feeling survivors good about her mother. Yeah, so, Maddie. Well, that would make more sense. That because sense. That and was she, before. Right, yeah. and yeah. she did have some of yeah. that. Yeah. And that and was pretty was, yeah. deep, yeah. well handled. Like, she right. did talk the about. Dreams and, right, like, and what if I was. About, what yeah. if I had, you know, gone to get her? What if I had been, mm-hmm. te- you know, closer? What right. if, what if I could have saved her? Right. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. like that. I get it's right. been, you know, what five years? Right. She was right there. I really yeah. liked that. Yeah. Abigail made no sense. Right. But also like Maddie's response to what's happening in the forest. That same response. Well, at that was time. she like? I really want. Like she was she really like No, she was gonna was go to really the river. Was she really gonna do it or was she just like was it like one of those things where you just say like oh, maybe I'll just I don't kill know. myself? Maybe. But I, she, she like, like that. she was like, like maybe be going, better off if I just was dead. Right. But like, she like physically had a plan. Okay. Like she was going yeah. towards the river and then somebody screamed yeah. and It would she, make like, more sense if she didn't have a plan and right. she just said exactly. like maybe I wish I was dead or something. Right. Like because I wouldn't have to deal with this. Like that's right. something some people say, but they don't actually physically have a plan. Right. right. Yeah. 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 It just felt too like if if the like her 
I, I mean, I guess, you know, they did establish the fact that she had it with her mom, but it didn't really come. If, if it had been more connected to the two, that might have been better. Also, I wish there was more conflicted feelings with Maddie when she found out that her dad was responsible for her mom's yeah. death. Um, and I get, like, I get her being like, no, I still don't want you to kill him. Right. But, like, also yeah. not in a terrible Good. way. Good. But I feel like she... She didn't feel like, there didn't seem to be any conflict like, this is my dad, but also he murdered my mom. I think at one point she actually says that in her head, but it didn't, it was more of a saying it, not showing it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, it didn't work for me. I, I didn't feel any of that. Um, and Charlie seemed to have none of that. He was just like, oh, you're responsible for my mom's death. Gotta die. Also, I feel like killing people, so gotta <laughs> die. Right. You're all bad people, so. Mm-hmm. I, he felt like, um, he felt a little bit like, um, Billy and Stu. Like, Billy's reason, you know, with, was the you know, because your, yeah, your mom your was sleeping blood. with my dad yeah. and made my mom leave or whatever. Right. And, and it. Like, this like, is what's the... your reason, Stu? Yeah, but, but when Billy says that, it's like, well, here's a reason. I don't... It, it's not the reason. I just wanted to kill people. Yeah. But here you go. Like, this is this is the reason, because you need yeah. one. That's mm-hmm. what it felt like to yeah. me with Charlie. He was like, well, I really just wanted to kill people, but if you need a reason, mm-hmm. here you go. Yeah. And I guess Tommy, that... Tommy was our Stu? Yeah. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, man. Yeah, sure. It's like... I hated Jason. Uh, right. I'll kill him. He's just like, yeah, I can go from hitting a car with a baseball bat to murdering like twelve people. Right. Cool. Yeah. That's that's a leap I could make. It's right. it's just like it's like hot scotch, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely a billion stew vibe for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm here for that. The two books we we picked for our Halloween like specials or whatever are both like fit in with our like. They Thank feel you. like point horror they books. They do, yeah. right? Both yeah. of them. Like, last year we read There's Someone Inside yeah. Your House by Stephanie Perkins, and I felt like that was very, like, campy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for both of them, their strong points were, like, gore and suspense, Yeah. and their weak points were, like, plot and character. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. revealing the villain in the middle yeah. of the book. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. And having terribly boring villains. Yeah. Yeah, I think... There's someone inside your house freaked me out more. Yeah. Like, that book's still, like, I still sometimes feel like, like, when my cat opens doors, I still feel like I'm being gaslit because of that book. I still, like, I have to talk myself out of it sometimes. Yeah. Like, no, stop. Right, exactly. That book, like, freaks me out still, and I don't think this will. I watch a lot of horror movies and read a lot of horror novels, so (laughs) I honestly, that one barely registered <laughs> for me yeah and I I had fun reading this book it wasn't a great book but I had fun reading it <laughs> but I'm not freaked out by yeah. it at all no I'm glad it was a fast read like I read, I read it, it in, a in a day and a half mm-hmm. you know and I'm glad about that because if I had invested a whole week into mm-hmm. it I think that would have been an issue but again, I think that's just a, a, an example of the plot being hashtag basic, just because I, I got through it so quickly. Yeah. So do we rate this? Is that what we do? Yeah, I think we we're still going to rate it. Yeah, I'm going to give it three out of five horses wandering <laughs> the mountain all alone. They're better off. Where are the horses, though? The mountain men took them. Like, where are the horses? They're with the mountain. I literally have five horses. You know what happens? They're feral now. Here's what happens. I'm going to continue my (laughs) ending. They live here now. (laughs) I'm going to continue my ending of the book. So, my ending, you know, the bear comes and eats them all. And then, and then you see. No, definitely does. And then you see through the woods. These, like the mountain men that they that they uh, talked about in there, yeah. leading the horses away because now Riding they have the horses. horses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what about the asylum? 
No, that was a stupid story. It doesn't count. I hate it. There's not like a painting? Nope, I hate it. It was a terrible story. Maybe the mountain men are riding their horses to the asylum. Maybe. Well, I'll give it three out of five billion stews. Ah. I gave you that. I know. I'm going to give it... I don't know. I'm going to give it three out of five pink tutus. So... This is our Halloween episode. <laughs> Do you guys have Halloween movies that you watch every year? You make um, me sad. Do you have Halloween movies you like? They don't have to be scary. I have some movies that I like. Yeah. I don't know necessarily like have a tradition of watching mm-hmm. them on Halloween or anything. Sure. Yeah. Of course. What do you want? Like top five or something? Yeah. Okay. Or three? three? We can do three. Would three be easier? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We can do three. Okay, my three are Lady in White. Nice. And it's like a eighties. Like a cult classic eighties. Yeah. It's not like widely popular, but whatever. It is a great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus because I love it, obviously. And Death Becomes Her. Is that a scary movie? It doesn't have to be scary. Okay. It's like a yeah. No, movie. it's got that. It's like a yeah, like a black comedy. Yeah. Movie. Mm-hmm. Body parts falling off. I haven't yeah. seen that in years. Oh, Cassie, you got anything? I mean, not really. I'm not a... It's not that I, like, don't... It's. I mean, I definitely don't like horror. I'm not oh. a horror fan. Um, and, but I just... I'm, I've never been, like, a huge person about Halloween. So it's like, I know, you like... I don't think we now. can be friends anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do. I, what I, about, I, like... I love Hocus Pocus. Okay. I love Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, like, there you go. That's, that's definitely one. I, I don't, like, you know, watch same m- movies no, every that's okay. year. No, But I do, like, I, I do love those movies. Those are ones that, like, they come on this time of year, and I'm like, cool, I'll watch this. Right. But, uh, yeah, there's... Those are probably the only two that, like, really come to mind. Wow. I forgot a really important one. The Worst Witch. Oh, yeah. That's Teen Witch. Teen, Teen Witch. Witch. Teen Witch. There you go. We just watched that. We I did. know. If you lived here, you could have joined I us. I know. I know. We dressed up I'm like really, witches. I know. Really upset. We were each a different version of a witch. I saw. And it was so perfect, too, because I felt like it really was your personality. Michelle? Yes. You know. Michelle looked like she had just stepped off the set of The, the Craft. craft. Yeah. For sure. It was That's amazing. I did, I did a YouTube tutorial for my makeup. Did you? Did yeah, you? for Nancy. I oh. did a Nancy tutorial. It, well, it worked. It was like perfect. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, well, you guys know I have a lot of them. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I do have a tradition. Uh, well, I short-lived tradition this is the second year i think second or maybe third i think it's your third is it my third okay where i watch uh 31 horror movies in 31 days or horror-ish too because i have a few like i have Coraline and like paranorman which are like kids horror on there Mm -hmm. um but i also do watch there are some movies i want make sure i get every year for halloween i watch there's this movie called trick-or-treat which is, like, um, an anthology horror movie that came out, like, I don't know, like, 10 years ago or something that's really good. It's got this creepy little kid with, like, a scarecrow, like, canvas bag and, like, a lollipop. Um, that sounds scary. It is. It's actually, it's pretty good, and it's got, like, a lot of random people where you're like, hey, 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 <laughs> like, the whole time. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I enjoy it. And then I try to watch Hocus Pocus every year because, mm-hmm. duh, Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch, um, and then I watch Nosferatu mm-hmm. every year, the original, which, if you don't know, is a black and white vampire movie that's basically a ripoff of Dracula. Um, mm-hmm. It's a silent film, though, and the guy who plays the Nosferatu, the Dracula character, is effing terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, hands down, him up against, like, Almost any modern horror movie. Wow. Dude is scary. What, and there, what year is it from? 1922, I believe. Wow. Dude's That's impressive. scary. Because the acting like them was and, suspect. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It was just how they acted. Especially in yeah. silent movies, you had to overact, overact. to get your point yeah, across. Right. Um, and there were... The thing I really like about it is there were... <laughs> 
total bullshit rumors, but there are rumors that he was actually a vampire because he stayed in character. Right. And he because he was like a method actor. Right. And he stayed in character the entire time, and people would be like, "Yeah, he's actually a vampire." So I really enjoy that one as well. Those those are probably the three that I always I always make sure to watch. So he was like the D bag of 1922. <laughs> uh, you know those like method actors are the yeah, biggest yeah, D yeah, bags yeah. in the whole world. They're like, I'm the Joker always. Right, right. He's like the what Joker? Yeah, but he's terrifying, he's so I don't care. No, no. no. James Franco. Oh. Jared Leto. Oh. He's like the oh. Jared Leto. Oh. So and I don't know, Cass. I'm gonna get James you like James Franco does that shit too. I mean, he's a Good douche. Love. Um, you know, it's funny because originally I was like, you know what, if you guys are going to talk about your favorite, I'm going to name ones that super freak me out and still do. Like, like what? The Shining. Yeah. Fair. Like, yeah. I have yeah. crazy irrational fears because of The Shining. I have a crazy irrational fears. Including hotel fe- rooms. I have a crazy irrational fears because of The Shining, the book. Yeah. I never because read the book. I have a haunted copy of the book. so much. My, I have a, my copy of The Shining is haunted. I'm How convinced. so? Because... The book I, has the, like, topiaries in it. <sighs> those were fucked up. It... Oh, yeah, that was... Oh, my God. Those topiaries were so scary. Dude. I've never had plants be so scary right, before. Right, me neither. So, okay, so this book, I, like, moved out of my apartment and, like, got put in a box somewhere and I, like, hadn't seen it in forever. And then when we moved again, I found it in this box up in the attic or whatever and I pulled it out of the box and these pictures fell out and there were, like, these little kids that I've never seen before and, like, like that aren't, like, family members to me or anybody I know and I'm like, what the hell are these little kids? And they're scary-looking little kids. Like, they're not, like, happy, like, playing. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they look, like, it looks like those olden day pictures. But they're not wearing olden day clothes, they're wearing like 80s clothes. But they're just like standing there like, and I'm like, okay. So then the next time I put the, like, I put it away and I was like, fuck this book. And I Mm -hmm. put it back in the box and then like two years later, my husband finds the damn book in the same box and he's like, who are these pictures? And it was like these old ladies. Different picture. Different, different picture. Different picture. People Dude. I don't know. Oh wow. You have a haunted book. I do. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. And I was like, fuck that book. <laughs> Put it back in the box. It didn't move out of the box. Like no one. And I got rid of those other pictures because I was like, we don't know these people. Like nobody. I know nobody knows these people. Like no way. That's crazy. Wow. That's Dude. really creepy. Oh my god. Fuck the shining. Yeah. Fuck that book. I love The Shining. It was a good movie so, and yeah. a good book. The book I will never read again. <laughs> the movie so, I will watch again because I do like that movie. It's scary as fuck. The other movie that super freaked me out is not, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of horror, but it's Ghostbusters 2. Really? Because that painting is terrifying. That what? bathtub scene is terrifying. Also, bathtub The Shining. Terrifying. Ghostbusters is a lot more sexual than I two. remembered it being. Ghostbusters 2. All of them are a lot more sexual than I remember them being. I love that you're afraid of Ghostbusters. E.T. Oh, E.T. was terrifying, though. What? Those are the three. Oh, you, you Those are, like, top three. She doesn't like, like aliens. Yeah. I, I like don't it. like the ending scene with the quarantine. Oh, um, yeah. That one freaked That freaked yeah, well, yeah, and all the they're all in the quarantine, like, uh, suits and stuff. I was really, really freaked out by that when, when I was a kid. Like, that gave me nightmares. I liked E.T., but I had a serious nightmare about that scene. I can't watch zombie movies to give me nightmares. Huh. I can't watch zombie shows, movies. I can't really? watch zombies. I'm not scared while I'm watching them, but I always Later. have terrible mm-hmm. nightmares about it, and I, I'm like, I can't do this. That's like, how I am with aliens. Like you're not terrified while you're looking at it, mm-hmm. but then you have dreams? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit terrified while I'm looking at it, but it's more like, oh, that's gross. I don't want to see it. But then it sticks with me. Like, that's how I felt about the movie Mars Attacks. I just don't... I don't think I have any movies that, like, totally freaked me out. You know the scene in Stand By Me where the, they do the eating contest and they, they puke everywhere? Like, that freaked me out. Me too. I don't like puking. That just grossed me out. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like puking. That also freaked I me out. Fast, I knew exactly when, like, to start fast-forwarding and to stop fast-forwarding, like, for that scene. Because I watched Stand By Me so much when I was little. But never watched that scene. Only watched it once. And then I was like, never again. This is disgusting. So tell us on Twitter if uh, 
you have any stories that freak you out. And if you read Campfire, let us know what you thought. Yeah, we need, uh, like, input. Yeah, we want to we wanna hear what you guys think. Yeah. Do you agree with Cassie? Um, this is like one of those books like sometimes it happens to me where I'm reviewing it and I'm like I have nothing good to say about Cassie this Cassie is this person yeah. Cassie yeah. is like I have fire in my eyes uh, it's like I have nothing good to say about this but it was okay <laughs> so tell us if you agree with Cassie or if you're like us and you enjoy the throwback feel of this book um, yeah happy, happy Halloween. Halloween we're so cheesy I know mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Fear Street Podcast. Check out our blog at fearstreetpodcast.blogspot.com. And remember, come to Fear Street and you're dead.